Good morning. My name is Andy Stoddard. I'm glad to be with you today on this Ash Wednesday. Today is Ash Wednesday, and it's a very important and very holy day for many of us in our faith. And I want to take a few minutes today to unpack for you exactly what Ash Wednesday is, what is Lent, and why is this a significant season for many Christians. You'll Look around today and see a lot of Christians with a little, uh, like a little dirty, dirty mark on their head, a little, a little cross on their forehead. Um, at St. Matthew's today, we'll be imposing ashes all day long from 9 until 5 here in the church office. But we're also going to have a special service at 6 p.m. Uh, for our Ash Wednesday time together. And I would invite you, if you've never been to an Ash Wednesday service, to come join with us. I think you'll find this service in this day especially meaningful. So what I want to do is I want to talk to you exactly about what Ash Wednesday is and then what Lent is. So for Ash Wednesday, I want to read to you today from the prophet Joel. We're reading Joel chapter 2, verses 12 through 14, where Joel writes these words. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with all of your heart, with fasting, with weeping, with mourning. Rend your hearts, not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and relents from punishment. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent, and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering, a drink offering for the Lord your God. So I want to talk to you about real quick about what the significance of ashes is. As I said, Ash Wednesday is the beginning of a 40-day season called Lent. We'll talk about what Lent is in just one second. But I want to explain why you see Christians with ashes. Ashes are a historic and a biblical sign of repentance. You see ashes associated so often in Scripture with the concept of repentance. The the most obvious time I can think of in Scripture that I always go back to is Jonah and Nineveh. When Jonah goes to Nineveh and preaches to them that they should repent and turn from their sin, they wear sackcloth and ashes. So ashes are always biblically a sign of repentance. And repentance is this. Repentance is not merely feeling sorry for your sin. That's conviction. Conviction is the first step of repentance. Conviction is when we understand that we've broken God's law and we feel guilt or pain over it. That's conviction. But that's not repentance. Conviction is a feeling guilty or feeling bad for your sin. A repentance is a turning from your sin. So in Scripture, We often see ashes associated with repentance, when a realization that we have sinned and then a turning from that sin and turning to God. But the other thing that we often see in Scripture with ashes is a reminder of our frailty, of our humanity, of our mortality. One of the constant refrains in Scripture, I say it when I do a funeral liturgy, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. As as Job tells us, ashes to ashes, Dust to dust, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return. The Lord gave, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We see that ashes are always a reminder of our human frailty and of our human need for God. So Ash Wednesday is an important day for us to do what Joel tells us. Return to the Lord with all of our heart, with fasting, with weeping, with mourning. We rend, and Joel, I like how Joel says, rend your hearts. In other words, feel, don't just tear your garments or, or, or rend your garments. That's a biblical concept for repentance as well. Don't just rend your garments, but rend your hearts. Let your hearts be broken and, and, and sorrowful for your sin. Return to the Lord, for he is gracious and abounding in steadfast love and relents in punishment. 
And that's one of the things about repentance in Scripture is that we see that God's not a God who longs to punish us, but God is a God who longs to forgive us. God's a God who longs to restore us. As we are told in 1 John, if we, are, if we will confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So repentance is actually a gift because when we repent and turn from our sins, we actually are able to receive God's goodness, receive God's forgiveness, receive God's mercy. Repentance is an invitation to be forgiven. So repentance is a beautiful and a powerful thing. But it is important for us to remember, as we said, also not just repentance, but our, but our frailty. We um, we make ourselves the center of the universe, don't we? How often do we focus only on our lives and what we what we want and our stuff and our our desires and our whatever? We make ourselves the center of the universe. Lent, Nash Wednesday, remind us this body is not going to live forever. We are frail. We are easily broken. We are easily tempted. We live in an age that wants to seek to be young forever, don't we? <laughs> but God's not made us that way. These bodies will wear out. And we need to be reminded of that. We need to be reminded of the eternal and of how this earth is not our home and this earth cannot satisfy us and the things of this earth cannot satisfy us. There's something deeper that we need. Ash Wednesday is the beginning of a 40-day season that's known as Lent. Lent is a season where we as Christians remember what our Lord has done for us. It's a season that focuses upon, as Joel said here, on fasting, on prayer. What you see many Christians do is you will see, um, it, historically, we would give up something. In the same way Jesus gave up his life for us, he, no one took it from him, but he gave it up freely. We give up something to remind us of his sacrifice. So that that's often something that we really like, like a, uh, a favorite food or a sweet or a drink or something like that. You want to give up something that you will miss. I always think of Louis Grizzard's old joke that he gave up English peas for Lent every year because he, gave, because he hated English peas. Don't give up something you hate. Give up something you like, because the purpose is to miss it. The purpose is to miss what it is you're giving up, because then when you miss it, that will then, that twinge of missing should spur you to pray. So if you give up a favorite drink or food, when you think, golly, wouldn't I love that? Mm, I miss it. Use that. Okay, I'm going to pray now. When you miss that thing, that thing should push you to pray. So fasting in some type, giving up something is a very good discipline in Lent. But something you see a lot of now is, uh, is people taking up something. Jesus took up his cross. He laid down his life, but he took up his cross. Some people will take up something. So maybe maybe you've drifted away from reading the, the Bible as you ought to. Maybe you want to take up a certain method of reading scripture or a certain practice. Maybe you want to take up an act of kindness. Maybe you want to take up encouragement. So we can lay down something, give up something that we really enjoy. And the missing of that thing should spur us to pray. Or we should take up something as a reminder from Jesus to take up our cross and follow him. Lent came from in the earliest days of the church. Its roots are in the earliest days of the church, there was a 40-day period of fasting and prayer before the early Christians were baptized and would join the church. Uh, in those earliest days of the church, being a Christian could mean your death warrant. Um, the church was persecuted by Rome, uh, had many enemies, 
And so when one could become a Christian, it could literally mean they were signing their death warrant. They could um, literally die because of this faith. And that's true still in many parts of the world. Uh, there are Christians who die for their faith every day. But in this moment, before a Christian was baptized, the church wanted the individual believer to have a moment to pause and to reflect and to really consider, are you sure about this? Are you sure about this? That is not merely a decision of emotion or of uh, expectation for others, but are you really sure that you want to take upon yourself the name of Christian? That is something that you feel like you should do. Take it seriously. And so Lent was this time of intense fasting and prayer before one's baptism, when these earliest of Christians would have a serious time of spiritual reflection and discernment to make sure that they were ready for what may happen next. And golly, y'all, what a great practice for us in our world today. What a great practice in our world that uh, feels like it's spinning so fast. And there's so many things out there that are seeming to pull us away from Jesus. So many distractions, so many um, idols calling for our loyalty. This world, this world's always loved to give us idols, hasn't it? Maybe it's interesting why that's the first commandment is to, you know, have, you know, to put God first. There's so many um, idols out there. So Lent's a good chance for us to reframe and reformat and refocus on our first love. So I would encourage you, if you're in, a, in the Jackson metro area, I would love for you to come. If you want to come by St. Matthew's, I'd be honored to give you ashes. Come to our service tonight if you'd like. Or wherever you're at, I guarantee you, there's a church somewhere doing Ash Wednesday. If you've never been part of that service, I would encourage you to check it out and see what it's like. And then I would encourage you as we move into the season of Lent to consider giving up something as a reminder of what Jesus gave up or taking up something as a reminder of him taking up his cross. And in this season, use it to focus on our Savior and his deep love for us. So hope this is helpful to explain why we do Lent and what it's about. Uh, tomorrow we'll pick up with our uh, study of First Timothy. But thanks for being with us today. Have a great day. <music>